This is Mike Dilk of Relax Back UK. Hi, and thank you for joining me, Mike Dilk, on the Relax Back UK show here on UK Health Radio, your global real feel-good radio station. More fascinating guests this week. The first topic is cosmetic surgery and cosmetic treatments. Some people need it after accidents or deformities. Some people are unhappy with the way they look, such it can cause depression, and some just fancy a change. So whatever you think and whatever your thoughts on cosmetic surgery are, you need to listen to Olivia Falcon to find out more about it. She guides people through the whole process and talks from a position of experience. But I guinea pig the non-surgical stuff as well. I've done pretty much everything apart from thread lifting, which is a procedure to lift the jowls and different sections of the face uh, using small um, threads made out of, um, it's like the same material they use in dissolvable stitches. She has been through a lot of the non-surgical procedures herself. Then it's on to the next in a series of interviews with Perfect Balance Clinic staff. I talk with Tiffany Tartan, who's a receptionist from one of the London clinics, and discover a real positive that's come out of lockdown. Um, so I found that by speaking to people, they've been a lot more, you know, relaxed and understanding. And we've kind of all been having like little chats and catch ups with people um, in regards to them working at home and homeschooling. So we've got that to relate to. Communication that it's produced, uh, that the lockdown has produced between staff and clients has brought everyone together. So that's a, a, a real positive. Please do join us for a fascinating show. Thank you. Relax Back UK is run by my daddy. So Olivia Falcon, she's a leading UK beauty journalist and founder of The Editor's List. And she works in the world of cosmetic surgery and cosmetic procedures. This is not my world at all. And I learned a lot chatting to her. And I started off, because essentially I'm a little bit nosy, I, I asked Olivia how she got into this world. First of all, I just want to say hi, Mike, and thanks so much for having me on your show. You're welcome, um, thanks. thanks for coming. It's a pleasure. Uh, so yeah, so I basically, just to explain where I've come from, um, I was the beauty director at a magazine called Tatler, which is I've based heard of in that. London. <laughs> it's actually, I think it's the world's oldest magazine founded in 1739 or something like that. Um, and so I, uh, Tatler is quite famous because every year it published a cosmetic surgery guide. And so I edited about 14 of these surgery guides and built up this fantastic network of dermatologists, uh, cosmetic surgeons and cosmetic doctors. And so about two years ago, when I left Tatler, well, I left Tatler actually about 10 years ago when I had my first child. But um, about two years ago, I decided to use all my sort of connections and my little black book uh, to create a business called The Editor's List. And what I do at The Editor's List is I fast track people from all over the world to the best of the best. So people come and see me if they're looking for a facelift or they just want to know where to start off with Botox and fillers. And I match make them with 
the best doctor for them. So I have clients in New York, LA, London, Manchester, Edinburgh, Sydney, Australia, all over the world. And um, I just, you know, I'm not being paid by the doctors I recommend. So I am trying to provide impartial advice on where to go and who's, who's good. And I'm basing, my, basing it all on this knowledge I have about actually traveling the world, researching this guide, and, you know, getting in and seeing surgeons operate, sitting in waiting rooms, talking to surgeons about other surgeons. Um, so I hope... Is there, a lot of, is there a lot of inter-surgeon gossip then? Uh, no, but, uh, you know, for example, they all, they, ha they have WhatsApp groups, which is quite interesting. So the facelift surgeons, the best ones in the world, have a special tight-knit WhatsApp group. And uh, the rhinoplasty, the nose, the people that do nose jobs have a WhatsApp group. And there is a lot of conferences um, in the world of cosmetic surgery. And I go to those a lot. Okay. Lots of yeah, networking. Yeah. And, you know, definitely there are, there are names that are held in very, very high esteem um by not only clients but by other surgeons so when i'm taking into account who i'm going to be recommending you know obviously i speak to former patients um but i also speak to surgeons right okay so do you suggest the type of procedures that might be appropriate for people to have or is that decision up to them and then you suggest potentially who they might go to for that procedure yeah, so I have a really right, wide range of different ages coming to see me. So I have like the 27-year-old bride who might come and say, oh, I, you know, I need my teeth fixed. I want my eyebrows microbladed. Um, and I want a, a really good program of high-tech facials to get me looking amazing for my day. And by the way, do you know how I can get rid of these, you know, love handles um, on the side of my waist? And um, so I will then say, well, look, you know, there are like four different options here for different treatments. I've tried pretty much all of them. I don't think these would work very well. Maybe you should look at this. And so I, I give them suggestions. And, and then I also just give the lowdown on the pain you know, factor. So a lot of people don't want to have surgery. Um, they want to have um, you know, cosmetic procedures, and um, which like tweakments. So you know, things like I haven't heard that phrase before. Okay. Yes, it's, it's bandied around quite a lot. It's called a tweakment. So a tweakment does not involve a general anesthetic or a scalpel. Um, it's more based on things like face peels and um, lasers and needle treatments such as Botox um, and filler treatments okay. and so yeah I, I i just i talked them through the pros and cons of all the different options and what kind of results you can get what works what doesn't um and i can just you know tailor it to you know whoever you know who um individual needs sure and i've seen videos actually you do kind of practice what you preach i've seen videos of you having some of these things done to you is that what what, yeah. what have you tried so, out I have, um, if you go to Instagram, I, I, my name is the editor's list on Instagram. And well, before lockdown, weekly, pretty much, I, I go out there and I, I guinea pig a lot of the treatments um, so that when people ask me what works and what doesn't work, I can give them, you know, a first-hand account. Um, obviously, I'm not, I haven't had, I'm 46 at the moment. I have not yet had any cosmetic surgery. However, I am I'm planning as soon as flight bounds are lifted to probably go to New York to have um, upper blethroplasty with a surgeon called Dr. Andrew Giacono. 
Um, and that will be my first foray into actual surgery. But I have, I, you know, I have watched, you know, people have uh, rhinoplasty surgery, facelifts, all manner of surgeries all over the world in different places. Um, and, but I guinea pig the non-surgical stuff as well. I've done pretty much everything apart from thread lifting, which is a procedure to lift the jowls and different sections of the face uh, using small um, threads made out of, um, it's like the same material they use in dissolvable stitches. Which and that's not to... done under a general. That sounds like quite a major no, thing. No, no, it's done under local and um, yeah. So I've done everything apart from thread lifting myself pretty much. Goodness um, me. All right. Fasc yeah. Fascinating. So when, when you're, when you're talking to your customers, I mean, having what well, any of these things done tweakments or major, you know, big, um, cosmetic surgery, this is quite a big deal. I, I would imagine. I mean, it's not my world at all, but do you kind of provide counseling services for, for people? Uh, yes. Yeah, so basically, um, when people come and ask me, you know, for a consult, um, I have different sort of tiers of consult. Um, I can either do a FaceTime consult with someone um, and, you know, I, I'm very, very lucky. I have very, very nice clients. And so far, I have only come across one person who I have turned down because I felt that um, mentally they were not listening. You know, they I think they had a few issues going on and I would I mean, it's not my place to say, I'm not diagnosing anyone, I'm not a medical professional, but it seemed quite clear to me that having a cosmetic treatment wasn't going to fix the issues that they wanted to address, and they were being very unrealistic about things. Um, you know, uh, I do have on my books, you know, if people want to talk, to, you know, to a psychiatrist, of course, I can recommend one. But the, the surgeons, the caliber of the surgeon and doctors I see, you know, they have a consult before they, they sign up for any treatments. Right. And again, at the consult, everything is explained very, very clearly. And the doctor will also be able to pick up if he thinks that this is not the right treatment for the, for the uh, patient. Um, uh, so yes, I mean, I also work with people that are not trying to sort of make a quick buck and um, upsell things. Um, you know, there is, there is, a, there is, it's, it's such a sort of a fraught um, industry and it's so unregulated in the UK. So in the UK, um, a hairdresser or a facialist could, um, you know, give it, give a Botox injection. And, you know, that's not great at all because this is actually a medical procedure and God forbid anything were to go wrong and you had a complication, you know, you'd want to be able to go back to the person that, that did this for you and say, you know, how are you going to fix this? Mm. And, you know, people that don't, have not got the proper medical training won't be able to fix it. So Actually, I think, I think that's quite a drain on the NHS at the minute, isn't it? People going off to um, different countries to get procedures done and then coming back home and the NHS has to fix it. Yeah. I mean, it happens. And, you know, I'm unfortunately, I think it was a case a couple of years ago and a few, a couple of ladies had gone to Turkey and had had a procedure called the Brazilian bum lift. And it's a very, it's quite a high risk procedure because if you don't know what you're doing, um, it's it basically, um, they insert into the buttock area, um, fat and sometimes filler. And what can happen is if they inject it in the wrong place, it can, you know, they can inject it into a, um, a vein or an artery 
And what happened is I think the, the ladies in question had um, an embolism in their lung and they, they sadly passed away as a result of that. Um, so it's the reason I, I think I do quite well is because I have thoroughly, thoroughly researched both the procedures and the practitioners. And I think there are a lot of um, sharks out there and sometimes people just don't know where to start and who to trust. Sure. And, you know, I, like I say, my, 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 I'm paid by my clients. So I'm advocating for my clients and I'm not trying to upsell them on things that they don't need. And I'm going to tell them the truth about, you know, I think sometimes people sell, you know, hopes and dreams on, on a cosmetic treatment menu. And I can tell them realistically what they can achieve rather than being told, oh yes, you know, you have this body contouring treatment, you're going to drop three dress sizes and be slim forever. Whereas I will say, this is going to probably give you a 20 to 30% improvement. It's going to take, you know, two months to work. And if you go back to eating how you've been eating and put the weight back on, you're going to be back to square one in four months. Right. So you, you deal in a but, dose of reality. That, that seems like a very sensible yeah. place, but place it's to also, be. I mean, safety is like the top priority for me at all times. Um, and, you know, the well-being of my clients. And the reason I'm doing this job is because you know, people are quite judgmental about people, you know, women wanting to improve their, their looks. Um, and I, I think, you know, listen, it, there's nothing wrong. If you feel that, you know, you want to, you know, you, you've got a, a problem with your nose that's been bothering you for all your life and you want to get it fixed, then why shouldn't you? And why shouldn't you in, enjoy yourself and enjoy your looks? And I, I do also, you know, like to celebrate people's individuality. I don't, I don't go in for the surgeons that just have one way of doing things. I mean, there are some people out there that have quite a sort of cookie cutter look. Um, but the best surgeons in the world, obviously, are not about trying to make people perfect. Sorry. That's all right. Don't worry. So actually, I was going to, I wanted to ask you the, the kind of various reasons that people have uh, for having uh, surgery and procedures done. You know, well, I mean, you go ahead. You must have come across a few different reasons. Yeah. Um, the main, the main reason, the main reason people come and see me is I think they just want a bit of a refresh. Um, they've got a little bit older, they've gone into their forties, fifties or sixties and you know, the face cream isn't working anymore. They want, um, you know, they need a little bit more heavy lifting in terms of a tweakment or even maybe in some cases a cosmetic, um, surgery procedure. Right. Um, People also come, I mean, I've had a couple of husbands <laughs> who have um, sent their wives and obviously, you know, I've made sure with the wives that they want my advice because there's nothing worse than being given a whole bunch, a list of things, you know, uh, from a stranger um, that you may, you know, you might not want. So I, I'm always very sensitive um, to you know, approaching people and finding out what's bothering them and what they want fixed. Yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to ask you about couples a little bit mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you know, if if you know, if you if you change the balance of beauty in a long term relationship, you know, I'm used to it. You know, I've been married for 25 years. My wife is so much better looking than I am, so <laughs> I'm, I'm used to it. You know, people kind of mutter, "How that? How did that happen? You know, how <laughs> how do you end up with her?" But You're if, so if, funny. If, if if suddenly uh, and I, I've, I've spoken to another um, 
uh, well, to a, a, um, a plastic surgeon called uh, Dr. Miami, who was kind of a different kettle of fish. But he said he's done procedures on women who've then left their husband like two weeks later. And it, it just seems like it's not always necessarily a healthy thing. So talking to couples, I think, would be a very good plan. Um, so obviously, um, I have a lot of women who come and see me and say, um, you know, this is obviously it's a secret. I sign a, you know, it's part of it's, I operate like a doctor. I have a confidential, a strict confidentiality clause. So if you come and see me for a consult, even I run into you in the street or at a drinks party, I am going to be very discreet and I'm not going to go banding over and, you know, let the cat out of the bag. Um, but, uh, I do have, I actually, I have wives that come and see me and then they send their husbands to see me for procedures. Um, and, but it's more of a network. I mean, I, I see one person and they send their friends or they, I've got mothers and daughters, but to be honest, Mike, I, the, the kind, the kind of work that I'm doing, um, and the kind of things that people are coming to see me for, we're not going to see people like Dr. Miami. I'm, I don't, I don't know Dr. Miami. Um, but it's, people want very natural results and they just want to look like a better version of themselves rather than having like complete, um, you know, really changing things up and having complete uh, appearance um, switch. Uh, So, you know, with faces, it's usually people with noses. Um, Nowadays, lots of people are having things called liquid nose jobs, which is where you can lift the tip or you can make the bridge look a little bit narrower by injecting some facial filler into the nose. It's a very, very specialized procedure. And there was only a handful of people in London that I would trust with doing it. And they're all ENT, ear, nose and throat surgeons, um, because there's a huge margin of error. And if you get it wrong on the nose and you get something called necrosis, which is when you inject into, like I said before, a vein <laughs> and you get tissue death, then you're into a, like a really messy job. Um, and then, you know, some people just want, you know, their lips filled a tiny little bit. Um, and so also if people do want a few things done, we always do it incrementally. So we don't, you know, I, I think it's just better to do it that way. And that because then you're not drawing so much attention to the work that you've had done. Most of my clients don't want people to know that they've been under the knife. So it's always very discreet. Um, things are done, you know, in stages rather than everything at <coughs> once. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I've, I, I'm friends with Dr. Paul Nassif, who is, um, one of the doctors on this hit TV show botched, which is, uh, it's quite a show. If you, I haven't seen it. So I haven't seen it. I don't think I, I I probably haven't got the courage to see it actually. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about what happens to people who've really over, overcooked it. Okay. Leaving that to one side with, we're in summer now. Lockdown is hopefully coming to a bit of an end. Um, we're going to be going out a bit more. And I know some of the, some of the things you deal with are to, are to do with skin. And you were talking about tweakments and things that are just, you know, not quite so dramatic, various creams and sun creams and protection yeah. and stuff like so, that. So do you, do you okay. advise on that so, kind of thing? Absolutely. So if anyone wants any advice about having a great skin this summer, I've got about three tips that I would say. First of all, um, even if it's a cloudy day, you need to wear an SPF. That's a sun protection factor. I'd say 50 um, every single day, no matter what color your skin 
from you know the fairest to the darkest. Um, this is because there are UVA rays which cause aging. They target the skin's DNA and they form fine lines and wrinkles. And then there's UVB, which is what makes you burn. Um, so I, I mean, I, I have a little online store on the Editors List website, which is editorslist.co.uk. And I've kind of cherry picked the best products. Um, and I sell some great um, Helio Care, which is a great SPF, which um, if you're a woman and you like to wear a foundation on top of your SPF, it just sits so nicely under makeup. Uh, my, um, my wife is, is uh, a cancer research scientist. She doesn't let yeah. me go outside almost in any weather no, without no. a whole load of uh, sun cream I mean, on. I'm wearing this SPF 50 on a January gray day. So I do it. And I, you can tell the people that don't wear SPF every day and the people that do. And I would say by the time you get to the age of about 60, the people that have worn the SPF look about eight to 10 years younger. And the people that haven't look about eight to 10 years older. So it's, there is a big difference. Um, and then I also suggest anyone who's listening to this it's over the age of 35, male or female, again, any color of the skin, you should look into getting um, some kind of a vitamin A, a retinoid into your routine. Um, uh, retinoid is, is the sort of miracle molecule. It works on all levels of the skin and it goes quite deep. Um, most beauty products, there are lots and lots of beauty products out there that have different percentages of retinol in ranging from boots sort of um protect and perfect or then you retinol serum hang on through just rewind a little bit what's retinol that's a vitamin that's something with vitamin a in is it retinol retinol is a vitamin a derivative oh. um and i'm just saying as you know if you want to do something really great for your skin you i would use a retinol at night um, you have to be quite careful using retinol in the summer because it does make your skin a little bit more sensitive to the sun. That's why I say usually apply it at night time and then make sure that in the daytime you're always using it, your SPF 50. Um, but again, um, it, I mean, retinol, what, what it does is it sort of airbrushes the skin. It softens all the fine lines and wrinkles. It, it fades down any brown spots, any sunspots you have on your skin. And then it's working on producing more collagen and elastin, which is like the stuffing in a mattress. It gives your skin its sort of spring and elasticity. Um, and it so really again, gets into the skin, does it? Sometimes I'm a it, little dubious. It works, of, yes. Yeah. Yes. It is, the, it is very well uh, scientifically researched. There are thousands of clinical papers about the effects of a vitamin A retinol and there is no question that it is the best thing if you're concerned on the signs of aging. Now you have to be careful because it is very active on the skin and some people can get a bit of a dryness, redness and flaking when they start using it. There are different, it comes in different percentages. So my top tip, it, I would be to go look for something called the Medic 8 R Retinate, which again, I sell on my website, which is editorslist.co.uk. And this basically is a very clever cream because the guys that created it are like retinol geeks and they have basically fused a molecule to create a new hybrid molecule. They've fused something called retinoic acid and retinol. And you can use this seven days a week. It does the job. It does the airbrushing, but it does not have any, will not give you any kind of, of reaction. So it will not make your skin dry. You will not peel. You will not flake and you will not go red. Okay. And, um, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, I, I go through bottles of this stuff. I love okay, it. Let, let me just 
quickly ask you um, one one final that one final area the put the cosmetic procedures and the various creams and all the rest of it to one side I know you recently you've done a bit of work on actually how you hold yourself you know your posture because that makes a can make an enormous difference to how people perceive you and, and how you feel actually um I, yeah what, what, what have you done in that area okay so mike i've got one of your um saddle chairs um at my desk so that was a bit I of a was... sneaky question for me then really wasn't <laughs> it so apologies for that <laughs> No, I listen, it's it's been it's changed my life. It really has. I have had terrible posture. I'm a sloucher and I have what I call a turtleneck where I sort of I, I bring my neck forward quite a lot and I am stapled to my desk in normal times um a lot, but in the lockdown even more so because I have been homeschooling two children, I've been doing emails. So I actually, my husband's been at home working. We've been fighting over the, the saddle chair and it's really helped like realign my hips. I had some lower back pain. It's helped with that. And it just helped me activate my core, which is just so, so important as you get older, um, you know, to have a good, strong core. You just, you're, you walk into, um, you know, middle age or old age, just being, you know, feeling so much better and being able to be, you know, be so much more active. You're very popular, Olivia. Your phone has rung like three or four. Mine hasn't made a noise. I'm, I'm feeling a little I, jealous. I'm sorry. It's well, the thing is, they're opening up all the clinics soon. So um, it's been a bit of a, yeah, a hotline of, of late. <laughs> okay. Um, well, yes, see, seeing, as you're loved... so, seeing as you're so popular and these probably are, all customers who are anxious to talk to you perhaps <laughs> we, we we could finish now just give your um your your website address uh, one more time so if anyone wants to come and see me to have an online consult or if you live in london and you want a face-to-face -face consult my um you can find out more about my services at editorslist.co.uk and if you want to see me having all these treatments um, and, you know, you can make a decision about if they're for you or not. Uh, if you visit Instagram at the editors list, that's where you'll find me and come and join our little community. Um, I give regular weekly updates on the products I've been testing and the treatments I've been trying. And you can DM me and ask me any personal questions there as well. Excellent. Right. I will try and make sure that those links are on my blog as well, in case, in case uh, listeners miss them. And so, Olivia, thank you so much for chatting. Absolutely fascinating. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. It's a pleasure, as always. That's back UK. run by my daddy. Please do remember, if you want to be like... Olivia and use a backup chair to enhance your posture and strengthen your core do look at my website which is relaxbackuk.com to see the backup chairs if you have questions you can contact me via email that's probably the best way to get me mike at relaxbackuk.com one specific thing that I mentioned is that the the new backup chair the backup hip is very easy to clean it's very easy to sanitize so if you are looking after staff that might be returning to the office and you're taking care of keeping everybody safe do bear that in mind the backup hip is very easy to clean and sanitize and it can be part of all the stuff you're putting into place to keep your help keep your staff safe also the links that 
Olivia mentioned will be on my blog, uh, which is also on the website relaxbackuk.com. Now we'll be shortly hearing from Tiffany Tartan of Perfect, the Perfect Balance Clinic. She's going to cover how Perfect Balance are dealing with lockdown, helping their clients, but also actually helping their staff, making sure they're okay and not feeling isolated if they're home working. When I spoke with Tiffany Tartan of Perfect Balance, I again kind of showed how nosy I am really because I asked her exactly what her role is at the clinic. Uh, hi Mike, um, so I am reception front of house uh, at one of our clinics uh, based in London, uh, so it's Trump Street based near St Paul's. Um, so I'm just the first point of contact, uh, managing reception and managing the day-to-day -day processes of the clinic itself. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. Presumably, that means you know exactly what Perfect Balance can offer, um, the, the, the different therapies, the different treatments that it has there. So, um, summarize it for us. What, what do they, how do they help their clients? Right. So, we have quite a few services to offer, actually. So, we offer physiotherapy, osteopathy, sports therapy which is based around sports injuries and rehabilitation uh, we also offer um something called a gait scan which is uh to do with the feet so uh scanning of the feet if there's certain issues within the feet and the legs and people require insoles um, and they're customized as well um, and based in london we offer uh, rehabilitation so, and, and also some one-to-one -one Pilates classes as well. Okay. So all, all kinds of different things. Yes. So do, do you get to be able, do you get to do some of these things or get some of the advice from some of the, the, the therapists? Uh, yes, absolutely. So um, I've booked in before with a physio and an osteo as well. And I've, you know, had a feel of the services myself. Um, so we, we have the option to, if we need to book in, and join the classes also. We've got lots of online classes now since lockdown's happened. Um, so we, we're welcome to join them when, when we want to. Okay, so does really that mean you've got like, you know, a, a perfect running gait and a perfect posture and all this kind of stuff? Um, well, I don't know about perfect running, but um, I, I have actually done a gait scan and I was told I had perfect balance, funny enough. So That's um, appropriate considering who you work for. <laughs> it is appropriate, yeah, exactly. Um, and in regards to posture, that's that's all. Uh, you know, we they they make sure they take care of us in that way. So we've all um, we've all had desk assessments whilst being at home. Uh, Jamie, he's one of our rehab specialists. He's uh, he does the desk assessments. Okay. Um, so so is, that, is that a, is that a service that Perfect Balance offer like in yes. normal times as well to all their clients? Yes. Yeah, so um, we've got like quite a lot of corporate um, clients uh, surrounding um, the London clinics as well. So Jamie, he can go off and do a desk assessment for people that need it, which is really helpful. And um, yeah, they've, they've been kind enough to actually uh, offer me a chair. So I'm currently waiting for my, my office chair to come to my house. Okay, um, good. So yes, yeah, so it's really good. So you've been working at home for the last, well, during lockdown. How, how yep. long? Uh, since March the 20th, so a long time. Yeah, and, and how have you found that? 
Um, it's definitely been an adjustment. Um, I'd say I've handled it quite well. Um, I'm, I'm homeschooling at the same time as well. So uh, that's been a challenge. But all in all, I've managed to stay sane and I've managed to, you know, keep as healthy as I can in the circumstances. Okay, so what, so have you, what have you been doing to sort of ensure you don't become too sedentary and, you know, and you keep moving? Yeah, so I've been maintaining my, um, my hours when I wake up in the morning. So I usually wake up at six anyway to drop my son off to school and then to go off to work. So I've been, you know, still doing that making sure that I'm not sleeping in any later and I've got some sort of routine going. Um, And then we are, my son does his homeschooling after I finish work at five and then we go out, we go out for a walk um, or out on the bikes, getting the sun and the vitamin D and staying active. Well, that's very important to, you know, make sure you get out and the vitamin D that, that is an important thing because you know, you, you need to get out for a, a few minutes a day to, to get that don't you absolutely at least once a day just at least if, even if it was 20 minutes just you know walk around the block obviously it's harder for some people i live quite in a city as well so we're not we're not like on the doorstep of any parks or anything but you know just the local walk around the block is 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 good enough so yeah just making sure that that's that's kept up really right and have, so during the lockdown have perfect balance been sort of helping to keep an eye on you keep you know keep everyone sane you mentioned that you were having quite a few team meetings yeah absolutely so um we've increased our team meetings actually which has really helped us uh, it's helped bring us all together because i think we were all missing the social interaction with one another um i know i was because i'm i'm you know in constant contact with people at work like we work in pools there's four other companies in the building and we work quite closely to each other and it's it's been an hour long each time and we've been having you know some nice topics of discussion getting to know each other a bit more um and just keeping each other company which has been it's been really comforting actually no it sounds like a very um useful thing it definitely is it definitely is it's it's um it's nice to know it's it's quite reassuring that everyone's kind of in the same boat and you know, um, we're all we're all just doing the best we can and just coping in the way that we can. So, yeah. It's and do you feel that you've got to know any members of staff a little bit better? Oddly, not by not meeting them, <laughs> not face yeah, to face. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so where I'm based in St Paul's, I don't actually see the rest of the team much. I see um, the di- our director Stephen. He comes in, and a few of the other therapists uh, and my manager as well. She comes in, but. Yeah, it definitely has brought us closer together. Good, good. And also, as, as you're kind of the, the first person that patients, clients contact um, in, no, mm-hmm. in normal times face-to-face, but now, presumably, the first contact is on the phone, do you, yeah. presumably, you've got a large role to play in keeping them calm? Because I suspect a lot of these people, you know, that they could well be in pain. That's what you know. That's why they're coming, or just be a bit nervous. So, do you, do you spend a, a fair bit of time just kind of calming people down on their first visit? Well, um, interestingly enough, Mike, actually, it's actually brought us a lot closer to the clients. So, um, because now we all have this this thing in common, 
um, and everyone can relate to each other a bit more. So um, clients have been really understanding of, you know, the uh, restrictions that we have in place, but also they've been really happy to know that we're still up and running and offering a service. Um, so it's not so much a case of keeping them calm, but it's more, more of establishing a bond and a better rapport with them. Um, so I've found that by speaking to people, they've been a lot more, you know, relaxed and understanding. And we've kind of all been having like little chats and catch up with people um, in regards to them working at home and the homeschooling. So we've got that to relate to. Yeah, it's something in common that, you know, practically everyone has got now. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's been really nice. Well, that I mean, that sounds like quite an, uh, a nice result of the lockdown, it, something positive coming out of the lockdown. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I'm, I'm sure that when we all do see each other again, when it's in clinic, um, it's going to be really nice. And it's, it's just made people appreciate each other more and appreciate the services that they have. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a positive spin on our, on our end, for sure. Good. Good. So, I mean, I know during lockdown you know, just as many people will be needing the kind of services you guys offer. You know, we, we will all be damaging ourselves, you know, putting <laughs> our backs out, all, all the rest of it, possibly even more, you know, because more people have started going for the odd jog and that sort of thing or hurting themselves mm -hmm. doing DIY. So, yeah. you know, there's a, there is definitely a need for what you guys are doing. And actually, you're providing quite a lot of these services online now, aren't you? We are indeed, yes. Uh, we've seen quite a rise actually in um, in services um, in a lot of our client base. We've had a lot a lot of new clients join since the lockdown period, which is amazing. Um, and I think it's because, uh, as you said, people are doing DIY and that this, that, and the other. But also because also because they're sitting around a lot as well. Um, and you know that's when things become stiff. And um, you know people aren't moving and aren't as mobile as they usually are. So, so people have been joining our classes. We're offering a lot of free classes. Um, we're now open. Uh, so we've got one clinic in Hatfield open and another in St. Albans. And we're in talks with opening some more over the next coming weeks. So it's really exciting to get back in the clinic. Um, lots of our clients are really happy about that and looking forward to coming to see us as I'm well. Sure but so if people are listening to this and thinking, well, actually, uh, during the lockdown, I've managed to put my back out or do this, that and the next thing. I need some help. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they like the sound of Perfect Balance from what you've been saying. How can, yeah. they, how can they contact Perfect Balance? Well, so they can visit our website and they can book online or they can give us a call directly. Um, all of our reception staff are working from home. So uh, we're on the phones uh, day and night and answering emails as well so they can just drop us a line um or yeah visit the website and book in themselves okay so what, what is the website address yep so we've got reception at perfectbalanceclinic.com um and that will come through to myself or one of the other team members um we can answer your query via email failing that we've got the contact number which is 0800 0724 um, and that's a direct line to either one of us um, who are here till 8 p.m. from 8 to 8 uh, most days. Um, so we can get people booked in in, in all, in all uh, services um, seven days a week. All right. And if people just want to browse the website, what's the website address? Uh, it's perfectbalanceclinic.com. Excellent. All right. Very simple.
So Tiffany, look, thank you very much for chatting. Um, thank you for having me, Mike. It's you're you're very welcome. I think you've given a really nice overview of what Perfect Balance uh, gets up to. So, uh, so many thanks. Thank you so much, Mike. Have a good day. Thank you very much to my guests on this week's show. And they were Olivia Falcon, UK beauty journalist and also founder of The Editor's List. Then it was Tiffany Tartan, who is with Perfect Balance Clinic. And of course, also thank you to you for listening. That was Mike Dilk of Relax Back UK. Thank you for listening and please join us again next time. Uh